morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. Uh, today we're looking at Exodus chapter number 22, verse 16. And as I put in the description, today's podcast, uh, while I am not going to be going into any explicit details, it may not be an acceptable topic for young ones listening in to the Daily Exhortation, although I'm just dealing with the, the details of the text of the Bible. And so I'll, I'll leave that to you and your discretion and how you want to handle that. But we're going to be talking about the, the sexual ethic. And um, when it comes to the law of Moses, that, that sexual ethic can oftentimes seem to be in contradiction to our current sexual ethic in America. And it, it really is, um, because since the 60s, there's been this idea of free sex, that sex is something that can be enjoyed freely, has no consequences between two loving people who are consenting in the, in the act. And so we want to look at what the Bible actually says and ask that question, is sex really free? Is it, is it free? Looking at Exodus chapter 22, verse 16, we're going to read through just four verses here, but 16 through 20. And if a man entice a maid that is not betrothed and lie with her, he shall surely endow her to be his wife. If her father utterly refuse to give her unto him, he shall pay money according to the dowry of the virgins. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Whosoever lieth with a beast shall surely be put to death. And he that sacrificeth unto any god shall save only the Lord, only he shall be utterly destroyed." Okay, we put all those verses together because that's a paragraph, but um, I'm not 100% sure the connection between the witches, the lying with beasts, and the sacrificing to other gods with the whole context here in the paragraph. But let's just take those, those first two verses there, okay? It says, if a man entice a maid that is not betrothed, okay, so let's, let's envision this picture here. So a man goes out of his way to seduce a woman who is not engaged to be married to another man. Okay, that's that's the that's the picture. And he lies with her, he sleeps with her. He shall surely endow her to be his wife. Okay? So the implication there would seem to be saying that the law is saying that he must marry her. If he sleeps with her, he must marry her. We'll talk about why that's the case. But it's also important to understand that this is not an absolute rule where God is saying in all cases this must happen. But there is a reason why the law required this in Judaism. Okay, and we'll come back to it. So verse 17, though, gives us our out. If she doesn't want to get married and her father doesn't want to give her in marriage to this man, he has the option not to do so. It says, if her father utterly refused to give her unto him, okay, so the father can say no. And a fa loving father who wants the best for his daughter, even though this man has seduced her and they have committed sin, um, the father may say, this man's not good for you. I don't want you to get married. And she may not want to marry him afterwards. Um, the father can, can say no. He has that option. And then in that case, the man who seduced his daughter shall pay the dowry. Okay. So this is totally foreign to our understanding of how things work in America. Because this is not how things work in America, right? Um, that there is no obligation if you sleep with somebody in America. In fact, people do it quite often. They'll have one night stands and it means nothing to them. So why is, is this rule so important? 
in the culture that this is written in, this woman would be very unlikely to be able to get married because she is no longer a virgin. Um, that, that, that's, so in that case, this man who has seduced her has caused a problem in her life. He is taking something away from her that she needs in life. Okay, that's, it's created a debt is a better way of looking at this. Okay, because she can't, she's not going to be getting married in 99.99% of the cases. You want an illustration of this? Look at the situation with Joseph and Mary. Okay, Joseph was a good man. He was a just man and he wanted to do right by Mary. But Mary was pregnant and in his mind that meant that she had been unfaithful. So what did Joseph decide to do? He decided to divorce her privately. And in the case of betrothalism, they had to go through a formal divorce process, even though they weren't quite married yet. Okay, But Joseph wants to secretly put her away so she, he doesn't bring shame to her and um, deal with this problem in a way that is kind and gracious to her. But yet he still didn't want to marry her right? That's, that's ultimately the case. And that's how things were done in these days. So if a man seduces a woman and sleeps with her before marriage, he has taken away from her that opportunity to get married. He has, he has created a debt towards her. And that kind of injustice doesn't necessarily apply the same way today because we don't consider things like this in American culture. But whenever there is sex outside of marriage, a marriage covenant, there you are taking something away from that other person. You are taking away innocence. They are now guilty before God. Okay, you've taken away innocence. You've taken away purity. Now purity can be regained, and I want you to know that there is always hope. I preached on this. Uh, dealing with boundaries and dating relationships from Song of Solomon, how we can rebuild the fences to protect our vineyard and we can re regrow the crops, you know, in, in our, our sexual purity. But virginity doesn't quite come back, but purity can, can be regained. But you've taken that away, okay? You also have taken away a clean conscience from them. They can no longer say, I have never slept with somebody outside of marriage. They, are, they have a guilty conscience, okay? You also have taken away the opportunity for them to go into marriage without comparison. Think, think about the danger of this in our society. People are sleeping with random partners and then they decide, I'm going to get married. But in the back of their mind, every time they're physically with that person, there is, this, there is the potential, at least, for this comparison to be made between the two physical relationships. You also have taken from them and, and hurt them in the sense that there is, with the physical relationship, always going to be emotional attachment. When a man and a woman come together, there are bonding hormones that are released in a woman and to a lesser degree in a man. And therefore, those bonding hormones create an attachment. And so when you pull out of that relationship, you have, you have broken, you have hurt that relationship. You have hurt them because they have become bonded to you in that sense. I'm not talking about soul ties. I'm talking about physical bonding and attachment. That's what I'm talking about here. 
that can be undone, that can be fixed over time, but it does hurt and it does create problems. And you have robbed them, you have, uh, you have hurt them in, by doing these things. And so the, the sexual ethic, the principle is still the same from this verse, that when a man seduces a woman, or vice versa, because it can go both ways, when, when either seduces each other, they are taking something from that person outside of a marriage covenant. And that is why marriage is so important, because marriage is a promise to be faithful to that person. For in poverty and in riches and health and in wealth and in the good times and in the bad times, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to stay faithful to you. And I am committed to this relationship. I'm making a covenant promise to be involved in this relationship. And sex outside of marriage does not have that. And so inherently, you are taking something from them and you are lying to them. Because in your physical relationship, you're acting out the promise, but you aren't willing to make the promise to be with them. And so, and so of purity, sexual purity, is extremely important. Not just for the Christian, but for everybody, but especially for the Christian. Because we want to do what is right, and we want to love the way that Christ loved us. And that means we want what's best for this other person. So physical relationships, sex outside of marriage is not appropriate. It is not good for the Christian. And in, it, it is more than just not, not right. It is also robbing the other person of something and hurting them. And we need to consider that. Hope that's been a challenge for you. Have a great day. God bless.